Guys, hey, happy Thursday. I'm going to make this intro short and sweet because I want to get to the meat of today's episode. My friend Lisa, she is a certified life coach. She's awesome, amazing. So many nuggets that I know people are going to be able to take away from this. She's got quite the story, which we get to hear about. And I just am really excited for you guys to get to know her and hear from her. And I'll put in the show notes where you can find her. I think we're going to talk about it in the episode too. I hope that you guys are able to um, kind of set some time aside and really absorb some of the information that she's sharing. And and I hope that you really walk away from it feeling like you have choices, you have control, and you can make the changes that you maybe want to make in your routine or in your life that are going to serve you and serve those around you. So with that, I hope you'd enjoy today's episode. And here's Lisa. Hey there, you are listening to Spinning Plates Podcast, and I am your host, Selena Johnson. I am so glad you're here. So grateful to be a part of your journey in any way. My heart just wants this to be a place where people find hope and inspiration and encouragement and support. And I just really, really want you to know you can spin all the plates in your life and find balance and joy in the process. I pray that as you listen and you hang out with me that you feel like we're just chatting over coffee. And I also pray that as you leave, you feel better than when you came in. And with that, here is today's episode. Oh, Lisa, I'm so excited that you're here today. This is going to be so much fun. I'm excited too. I know. I just shared on social media a few minutes ago. I was like, this is going to be probably like my least quiet episode. (laughs) I am not a quiet person. So (laughs) I was like, we will have a lot to say between the two of us. So I I am so excited you're here. So I know we met on Instagram as apparently where I meet all my besties these days. And I don't even remember what it was, but we were in each other's DMs sharing our life stories within like five seconds. So I thought we need to have you on the podcast. I think it was like my second question. Why are you not in my life? So I am um, so happy you're here. So Lisa, tell us about yourself and what you're doing in life and where you're at and all the things. Yes, yes. Um, And first and foremost, thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad we were able to make this happen. Um, So I am let's see a little bit about me and where I'm at in life. So I am a mama of two little boys. I have Jeremiah. He's one, uh, all 17 months and Jude is five. Um, Jude is also special needs. So I don't know if I ever told you that, but my oldest is, um, he's deaf. So he was born with a progressive hearing loss and Mm -hmm. now is profoundly deaf in his right ear. And, um, almost profoundly deaf in his left ear. So that's a whole other conversation and um, just the journey with that. But I am a, um, a licensed life coach. So I actually, my undergrad is in business and then I have a master's certificate in life coaching. And I formed my business, the Midwest Mama in 2019. And when I got pregnant with my second son, um, just at that time, I was still in my corporate job. I was working like 10 to 12 hour days and I sort of had to put that on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this past July, it got to the point where my husband could just tell I was, I was losing myself again. And it had always been my goal to make my business and being a mom, my 
sole job. Mm -hmm. And so I quit my corporate job in July. So it's been about three months and it's just mind blowing how everything is just coming together in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. Um, So I can kind of get into a little bit about like my story and how I got here. So I would love that. I think that would be, I know that we shared and I was, that's kind of what spurred me on to have you on. I was like, I need everyone in my <laughs> listening to the pod to listen to you. I need them to hear your story. So yes, okay. I would love it if you would share your story. Perfect. And I'll try to, I'll try to give you the cliff notes because we could be here all day. Um, <laughs> I will eventually write my book and have it out there for the whole world to read in all of its details. But um, essentially, so I, I mentioned I had my oldest son um, is, is deaf. And so I actually got pregnant with him when I was 23. So I had him when I was 24. Um, I got pregnant with someone that I knew from the get-go was not going to be a part of our lives. And I, at that point, you know, decided to, I said, I have a career. I always wanted kids. This wasn't the ideal situation, but I believe that everything happens for a reason. I 100% know he chose me to be his mommy. And so um, at that time, I actually lived in Seattle. I don't know if I ever told you that. I know you No, you're- I didn't know that. <laughs> I lived in Seattle for about a year and a half. What area? Um, um, I lived in downtown Seattle. Okay. I actually yeah. lived at um, Ninth and Pine right there. Oh my the- gosh. Yeah. Right in the heart of it. Yeah. Oh so God, I, so I loved it. Um, I loved it. I loved it. And so, you know, I'm at like the, the my prime basically, or well, I think your thirties are your prime, but thirties hmm. uh, and forties, but you know, I was 23. Are you not, you're not in your forties yet, right? No, I am. So you just wait. I'm not even obviously celebrating my 30th birthday. In oh my gosh, so I, I'm so, it's so weird because in my mind, I feel like I'm older than I oh, am, I if that, that makes any sense because yeah. of my life I've lived, but, mm-hmm. um, but no, I'm actually really young, which I, I try that. to remind myself like, holy crap, where am I going to be in 10 years? The I can only imagine. Gone. I was just going to yeah. say, if I was like, cause I know you'll share your story, but if I had come to some of the understanding that you're already at at such a young age that, yeah, but I will say 40s are amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I can't wait. Well, I feel like you just become more of yourself Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. like no F's given. I feel like you just, you get to know yourself. Like you, it's very cool. It's very cool. But anyway, back to you. I want to hear about you. (laughs) Sorry. I can all I'll have to stay focused here because I'll keep going on tangents. But um, so anyway, so I, you know, I decided at that point I, I'm going to keep the baby. And so I moved back to Arizona where I was from. So I went to college and um, decided, you know, I'm going to do this on my own. I'm going to be a mom. Um, I ended up having my son and found out that he had special needs. And so I, at that point, was away from work more than I was at work. I, you know, utilized all my PTO. So it was costing me more money to be working than it would have been to, to be outside of work. So I, in that moment decided, you know, he's my whole world. I am going to sacrifice everything. So I quit my job, um, you know, left my, put my career on hold. I moved in with my mom. I realized the only way I was going to be able to financially make it all happen was I filed for bankruptcy. Like I sacrificed everything in my entire life to be this little boy's everything. And, you know, even with his hearing loss, I never really got to grieve that sort of shock as a parent or really didn't really emotionally have anyone to rely on because I was a solo parent. And, you know, as time went on, my son was about a year and I was just so 
unhappy and I completely lost myself. And I remember, so I came here to Des Moines for um, Christmas to see my grandfather. And so this was December of 2017. And I remember coming here and thinking, it's so normal here. Like no one is fighting. And um, my, my family is, I love them to pieces, but it was, it was a pretty dysfunctional upbringing in my opinion. And um, there was some toxicity going on that I won't get into that now, but um, it just was not a healthy environment for myself or my son. And so I came here and um, so my grandparents live here and my aunt and uncle are here and no one's like, drunk or high or like <laughs> no one's fighting it's just so normal it's just I was like this is just such a wholesome place to raise a family mm -hmm. and so I set the intention I said by the end of 2018 I'm going to move here now keep in mind at that time I had no job I wasn't I was living with my mom mm -hmm. I you know was like nannying under the table with my son to kind of keep things going and, yeah, and what you're trying you know, for at this point at this point, I was 24 yeah. I was you know I was on food stamps like trying, you know, I was still paying my mom a little bit of rent to like live there and it was just you know I was I was hustling trying to make it all happen so that I could you know take my son to speech therapy and we had like a play group we went to for the deaf and hard of hearing and mm. I would take the things we were doing in speech therapy and implement them at home and just mm. do all the things I could to make sure he had the best jump start on life so mm. um so anyway so I came here and I you know and I'm like okay I'm setting the intention um by the end of 2018 I'm gonna move here I moved here six weeks later oh so my aunt and uncle you know realized that they saw something in me mm. and I'll forever just eternally be grateful because they truly, you know, them and my grandparents, I think they saved my life mm. because, um, so I moved here. I lived with my, um, so they, they packed up my stuff and, you know, moved me here. Um, my uncle drove the U-Haul, my aunt Aww. drove in my car with me, with me and my one-year-old baby. Oh, and you. we drove across the country to Iowa. So I got here, um, moved in with my grandparents. I lived in their basement for a month. Well, I figured out, you know, I had to get a job. I had to find a place to live. I had to make sure that my son had, you know, a really good daycare and, and the services he needed with his disability and everything in place. Mm -hmm. And within that month, I landed the job I wanted at mm -hmm. the, you know, the corporate company I wanted to be at. I had my son in an amazing program. I found, you know, an apartment for him and I, and I was, you know, from the outside looking in, it seemed like I was doing all the things, mm -hmm. but on the inside. I, I just was completely broken. I was falling apart. I didn't know who I was. I was just going through the motions of life because I was physically, mentally, emotionally exhausted. I felt like I didn't have the support in the way that I needed it as far as like a partner or even working through some of the trauma from my childhood or, you know, sexual abuse I had had, my issues with just relationships and you know I also in a weird way was resenting my son and I couldn't quite grasp why because you know he was my whole world and it just I was a mess um and so I got to the point where I was so depressed that I, I vividly remember the day um he was he had had a meltdown over something and so you know he was in his room and he was safe and I'm in my bedroom sobbing and I'm staring there at my bottle of pills and I was going to take them all and just check out. And it just, in my mind, it seems like the only way 
I just wanted everything to be quiet. Mm. You know, I felt like I wasn't amounting to anything. I wasn't a good mom. I just, like I said, I felt like I was just going through the, the motions and I was supposed to be happy, but I wasn't. Um, and it was at that point, I, you know, I said, okay, so I can be the coward and I can check out or I can for once put myself first and get the help that I need. Mm. So I called my aunt and I said, this is what's going on. I need you to come, come take Jude. And I called a friend and she took me to the hospital. I checked myself in. Um, I was an inpatient therapy for a week or yeah, I was inpatient, just getting my meds balanced out and getting, you know, in a safe, in a safe place. Yes. I always say medication helps to kind of take the edge off so you can think more clearly, but then doing that inner work is really what, you know, where the healing happens. Um, and then I, you know, I went on short-term disability from work and did out an intensive outpatient therapy for a month. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another thing, you know, on short-term disability, I was making 60% of my salary, mm-hmm. even at hundred percent of my salary, I was living, you know, paycheck to paycheck. So I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but by the grace of God, it all happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was in that moment when I started healing my past and the past trauma and those limiting beliefs and really working on myself, mm-hmm. I kind of had this epiphany and I said, okay, like, this is my calling. I've got to help other moms. I've got to mm-hmm. teach them this work that I'm doing because when I did that, it was like, not only was I becoming a better person, but for the first time I was able to emotionally and mentally be there for my son beyond just being like the physical skeleton of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, in all of that, you know, it was at the beginning of that, that healing process too, it was, you know, and I started working with those tools of visualization and manifestation and, you know, meditation and yoga and, mm-hmm. you know, all the, the journaling and all the things mm-hmm. that I teach my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well as like the, the tactical, like strategies that I implement as far as, you know, time balance and creating your, your mama manual, as I like to call it, mm-hmm. um, all the things it was in that moment too, that I met my husband. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, when I finally decided to be selfish for the first time in my life and put myself first, everything else started coming together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really where, you know, so I had this idea, I'm like, okay, I've got to, I've got to help other moms. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, how am I going to do this? Maybe I'll just start a blog, mm-hmm. but then, you know, my business background, I'm like, well, maybe I could find some way to monetize this. And so mm-hmm. I thought, oh, I'll make some, maybe I can make some jewelry and like donate a, a portion of uh, the proceeds to, you know, an organization to help women and my wheels were spinning. And then I, I came across life coaching Mm -hmm. and I said, oh, I could do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was where I, I actually remember, you know, there's tons of life coaching programs, but I um, found one through actually Grand Canyon university um, Mm -hmm. out of Arizona, ironically, where I was from, Mm -hmm. Um, they had a master's program and um, I was, my company ended up not reimbursing me for it. So I paid out of pocket, but at the time I thought, okay, I'll do this program because then maybe I, I'll get reimbursed for it. But it all sort of just came full circle and I was able to then launch my business and start sharing my story and helping other moms. And, um, you know, I say it's, it's this, this self-care and this work, it's, it's a journey. Um, it's not a destination. It's every day. Yep. It's every day. It's those daily things, but it's just even, um, the other day was, I was doing a new vision board 
and I was looking at like my old vision board and going, oh my gosh, all of these things have happened. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I remember that first visualization that I did when I started this journey three years ago and going, holy crap, mm-hmm. and the family, the home, the, I remember having the dream of finally quitting that soul sucking desk job that mm-hmm. bored me to tears. And it's like, this is my life now. Mm-hmm. And so as I get into it and start to, you know, dream of this next level, and I mean, I can get into that. I know I'm kind of just, mm-hmm. <laughs> just, oh, I love this. But, but, you know, I fully intend for the Midwest mama brand to be this big, beautiful, multi-million dollar company where I'm able to have my books and start my podcast and mm-hmm. you know, have all of my courses and the clients and just help so many women. Um, you know, I even talk about my my dream of being an international you know, speaker, getting on stage, being able to speak to thousands of women mm-hmm. because I believe that God puts that purpose on your heart for a reason. And it's my purpose to teach other women that, how to help them find that purpose, how to do the healing, how to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. They can then take care of their children Mm -hmm. in a better way. Um, Sorry, I'm just talking. No, it's so good. There's so much. I I didn't want to stop you. I loved all of it. Keep going. Oh, thank you. Um, I'll ask a couple of questions, but the, the, um, there's so much to unpack here. Um, Yeah. So much. <laughs> it's Where a lot. do we start? Like this is That's so why I'm gonna write a book. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, I by the way, I have a few chapters myself, and I keep hearing God like push me in different directions. So I'm waiting for Him to tell me what that's gonna look like. But I know that feeling of like I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to do something with this, and I'm not quite sure what it looks like yet. So yeah, it's coming. Yeah. Um, but I definitely, I think first of all, I think so often um, we don't know like where to start, right? Like this whole, you're right. The, I'm looking at the sign behind you. I'm going to put it in our notes because it says, I'm too busy working on my own grass to notice yours is greener. And I'm like, that is so powerful to know that where you start is with you. Mm-hmm. I think that you probably were in a similar place. I was in, we've talked about this where, you know, I was, um, I had all the things. I actually wasn't struggling. Like I had all the beautiful, like as far as outward, like, right. I had the family. I had that. I was all set up. <laughs> but yet inside there was that discontentment, that disillusionment, that frustration, that, you know, I was hangry most of the time. I was not my best self. I was not giving my kids my best self. My husband was getting leftovers. I was in this really, really huge place of burnout and overwhelm. And I think that you can have both. You can either be outwardly struggling or inwardly struggling, but you have to start within yourself on the journey. And I think that that is your starting place. And I also think people think that there's like this, you did not just like one day say, I'm in this horrible place. I'm going to choose this. And everything went great. Like it was it, right. It was, it was layers and layers and layers. And I think that if we both could encourage anyone on here, it would be in the area of just start with you and start small, right? Like don't try to change the whole world. (laughs) Yeah, it's, you can have that dream, but you've got to, I mean, I remember being so depressed to the point where Mm. I'm like, all I could do at the end of the day was hit play on like a Tony Robbins YouTube Mm -hmm. video. Mm -hmm. No, or just, 
I would find those pockets of time in the day where I could, you know, find an inspirational podcast mm-hmm. or just maybe read or a couple. I always joke, books. like, just drink water. Like, <laughs> some days I'm like, this is all I'm getting in, guys. This is it, yeah. you know? Yeah, just setting the intention of I'm going to do just this one little thing yeah. and then it becomes a habit and then you kind of build on it. Yeah. And it's just, and master that, you know, you walk before you run. So like just master walking, like master getting up every morning and master drinking your water and moving your body and then start to work on, you know, meditation or it, it's the building blocks that over time, you know, I, I love the compound effect that it's just so like that whole concept of, you know, continuing to grow over time and not trying to like reinvent the whole wheel day one. Right is really important. So I love that you said you have a, a mama manual. So like, tell us about that. And what are some of the things in that? Cause I love people to be able to take like tactical things away from the podcast here and to be able to apply it. So what are some things that you talk to your people about doing? Yeah. So I, well, first I'll say that a mama manual, cause I always say, you know, motherhood doesn't come with a manual and you wish it no, did. We wish so, it did. Yeah. So when I work with my clients, I call it a mama manual because it's customized for you and your specific goals. Um, But some things, you know, one, having a morning, an evening and a morning routine, because Mm -hmm. I believe that your morning, setting yourself up for success in the morning begins the night before. Mm -hmm. So for example, with myself, I will try to find ways, like if I know I'm going to have a really busy day the next day, I'll try to prep breakfast the night before. Mm-hmm. I posted on my stories, um, like an overnight oats, mm-hmm. like quick things. I remember too being when I was in my corporate job, it was just my son and I, I would prep for like the whole week mm-hmm. and just taking that extra couple minutes, um, making sure that, you know, lunches are made for the next day. I love social media, obviously, because mm-hmm. I can connect with so many people. But I limit myself because mm-hmm. then you get into that comparison game. Yep. So I make sure that I try to at least an hour before I go to bed, mm-hmm. if not more. Um, I usually go to bed about 10 o'clock. So by nine o'clock, my phone is on do not disturb. Mm-hmm. And I use my phone as an alarm just because I don't like the sound of my alarm clock, <laughs> which is funny. Um, but I put it across my room. So mm-hmm. then in the morning, I'm less likely to hit snooze. Mm-hmm. I'm up already, I jump out of bed and, and that's it. Um, I will make sure that, that I every night um, am reading something that helps me fall asleep versus the blue light of a phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so just kind of setting the tone for the evening and doing, you know, it sounds so simple, but it's like, are you actually doing it? Yeah, and it you adds know? up, right? Like it adds it, up. It yeah. So I have like this specific on the insight, insight timer is one of my favorite apps. They have, you know, guided and meditations and just music. Mm-hmm. And so there's the specific music that I play every night that I fall asleep to. Um, I turn all the lights off. I, you know, have my diffuser going, mm-hmm. um, you know, I do my whole skincare routine and it's, I tell my brain, okay, it's time to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got my book light. I read, I make, I'm usually asleep by 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, my alarm's off at, or goes off at 5.30. And, you know, obviously I have kids. So sometimes my son is up at six and I don't get my full hour, hour and a half to wake up in the morning, but, you know, you take what you can get. So one-year-old too, so let's just. Yeah. Surprisingly, he sleeps better than my oldest. Oh, does he? That's so funny. Well, because my oldest, like I said, he's deaf. And so he's 
super sensitive to lights. Mm. So I try to sneak downstairs here in my office. I have like my meditation pillow over here um, so that he doesn't um, see the lights, but then he will start hollering through the house like, mom, where are you? <laughs> then he wakes up the baby, but um my little one, he's the morning guy and he'll, he wakes up every morning. We'll be in other rooms. I'll be like in my office. My husband will be in his. And every morning he wakes up and he says, I'm up. <laughs> he just announces to everyone, I'm up. I'm up. <laughs> like a little, little man. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but I try to, you know, every morning I, one well, the other thing too is the night before prepping myself for the next day, as far as what I'm going to do. So mm -hmm. I have, you know, my husband actually got me this notebook. It's sitting on my desk, but, um, you know, I have my notebook and my pen and I start my morning with, uh, just prayer and meditation mm -hmm. and just kind of greeting the day. Um, I love to keep water on my nightstand so mm -hmm. that I drink a cup of a glass of water. Um, when I wake up in the morning, mm -hmm. first thing, I love to throw a little lemon or mint in there too, to help just kind of detoxify everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, I meditate. I, so this is again, an ideal morning for me mm -hmm. right um, we all know that they don't yeah, always know. go as planned yeah, good to have I, a plan though I think this yeah. is really key and I I want to speak to this because I feel like people need to hear this we you and I both have these routines they're so important to us but some mornings don't actually go according to plan but that doesn't mean you don't plan right, right? yeah right. yeah and giving yourself grace when it doesn't go according to plan mm -hmm. like, we have kids you know, it's, it would be great if I could do this the way that I want to do it every single day. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if my kids need me at 630 in the morning, oh, I'm not going to blow up and get mad at them or, you know, get upset because I didn't check that off my list. Mm -hmm. it, it's the simple act of taking that time to nourish myself. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I like to start with meditation and mm -hmm. prayer I'll do some journaling. I love utilizing like scripting, mm -hmm. um, which is where you sort of write in the present tense, the things, you know, like I'm so grateful for, um, let's like, I'll use something that, you know, I'm manifesting. So I am so excited that I get to speak on stage at this event on Friday or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever that is, um, you know, taking time to write out gratitude. Um, I love utilizing affirmations as well. Um, either saying them in the shower or looking myself in the mirror as I'm getting ready and saying them, um, doing some, you know, simple stretches. I don't usually get up and work out first thing in the morning because it's, you know, I can't really go to the gym while my kids are sleeping. Um, but I try to squeeze in some kind of workout or something. Um, that's probably my number one area my biggest goal right now because I'm so busy that's the first thing that's gone out the window so mm -hmm. making sure that I schedule it, schedule it in my day but you know I'll even we'll talk later no, I'm just yeah, we'll talk, we will we will but um but you know even just walking my son to school it's 10 yeah. minute walk each way I got my exercise in but that totally counts right. right absolutely that's movement for yeah. sure so just finding those simple things um one book that I love that sort of encompasses all of these things. And it's a little more like, it's super, super strategic, like do it, do these things, but it's called The Miracle Morning. Mm -hmm. I call it yeah. um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I love that book. Mm -hmm. um, it sort of en encompasses all of those things. Oh, one thing too, that I didn't mention in my morning routine is my visualization mm -hmm. and utilizing a vision board. Mm -hmm. um, and so sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll start to visualize things in my morning meditation, my prayer. I like to sort of just 
you know, whether you believe in, you know, God, the universe, angels, whatever higher power you believe in, the divine, I think I often get those downloads when it's just God and I. Um, And so also, you know, visualizing myself in those meditations, um, looking at my vision board on a daily basis and just feeling the excitement and the joy as if those things are already mine. Um, One thing too that I did that was really powerful um, again, see, I told you I go on tangents, but no, this um, is how, by the way, this is how the podcast rolls. Awesome. <laughs> this is like every discussion. <laughs> but one, one thing that, you know, I did, and again, I didn't, I have the meditation planned for my morning, but it was just like, oh, I feel like doing something like this, this morning. Mm-hmm. I did some inner child, um, mm-hmm. like healing. And so in this meditation, it was about 10 minutes, um, I visualized that little girl, mm-hmm. little me, oh, and told her all the things that she needed to hear. Mm-hmm. And I just envisioned myself just holding her and loving her. And I actually, you know, the things that she needed to hear, I said out loud as if, mm-hmm. she, you know, as if I was really, truly like that was my baby. Mm-hmm. And it was just the power of telling that little girl all the things that she needed to hear mm-hmm. that that are now affecting me as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of children, so uh, I know I'm kind of jumping over, oh, but um, the the other reason that I, I advocate for doing these things is because now my son, as he's getting older, he's modeling these things. Mm-hmm. So we have a gratitude journal that him and I do every night before bed, before we do reading before bed, where he draws a picture of what he's grateful for that day. We talk about it, and then I write it out for him. Mm-hmm. Um, in the the morning on the way to school, we do his affirmations. Mm. And, you know, I'm, I'm loud and in upbeat. So I'm, you know, it's like, I am brave. I mm-hmm. am strong. I am courageous. You know, I am smart. I make sure that I tell him all those things and that he mm. says them that he knows and believes it because the things that we say to our children becomes their inner voice mm-hmm. and we don't even realize it. And then that affects them later down the line. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's ending that, that cycle of generational trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you just, it's, it's a complete domino effect and you don't yeah. even realize the power of just starting with that one simple daily action, Yeah, how it just yeah, again, we make it so complicated, you know, we try to, and we see people who are doing these things, and we're like, well, I'm just not that person, I don't do that, that's not who I am, but you, you have the power within you to have these conversations with yourself, and that you, it's just a matter of choice, and this is really important for people to hear, is that it's awkward, like, at first, it doesn't yeah. feel natural, yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, who am I to have a vision board, who am I to do affirmations, who am I to, speak to myself and like out loud like that as a little girl. I mean, it all feels very weird, but there is such power in it. And as you do it, it becomes easier and easier and easier. And it does start to change your mindset. It starts to shift, you know, your rewiring is what you're doing, right? Exactly. Yes. So your subconscious mind is, you know, your framework, your belief system is basically developed by age six or seven at the Mm -hmm. latest. Mm -hmm. And so if you think about, like I think about where I was as a child, Mm -hmm. my, and again, I I don't wanna, you know, speak poorly of my parents because I, you know, as parents we do our best, but you know, my parents got divorced when I was five. Mm -hmm. Um, There was drug and alcohol abuse going on. Um, A lot of verbal abuse, not, you know, I didn't witness any physical abuse, but there was verbal abuse going on 
even thinking about too, like, you know, if you argue with your spouse, your kids hear that, or if your kid does something and your immediate reaction is to go, oh my gosh, Timmy, why did you do that? Like, you're so, you're so lazy or what, you know, whatever it is, it's like, that becomes their inner voice. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, you know, when I do that exercise of healing my inner child, um, those limiting beliefs that you have as an adult, mm-hmm. that stems from the beliefs and the things that you were told as a child. Mm-hmm. And it's, you don't even realize that those are the things that are, might be standing in your way from you achieving that next level. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And and the, the work is worth it. I know yeah. that, um, it, again, it feels like a lot, but, you know, I think we're choosing, you hear this all the time, but it is so important to, we're choosing our hearts. So mm-hmm. you're either living in a place of limiting beliefs, feeling um, inadequate, feeling mm-hmm. overwhelmed, feeling tired, feeling burnt out, all the things you and I were both feeling, or you're going to choose to get up every day and try something new and to do the hard work and to talk nice to yourself, you know, like, which is hard for some of us, right? And yeah. to remind yourself of why you're doing it. And, I do love the, I love the uh, trend I'm seeing, which is that moms are taking care of themselves and are uh, modeling that for their children because we are raising up that next generation and we want a generation of people who love themselves. That's fact. (laughs) Yeah. And I think there's, there's often the misconception that, you know, oh, I don't have an hour in the morning. I, maybe you already mm-hmm. get up at 5.30 to get ready for work. And you're like, that's the last thing I, I have. Mm-hmm. So maybe you try just getting up five or 10 minutes earlier. Exactly. And you spend five minutes just sitting there mm-hmm. meditating and praying while you drink your coffee. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, instead of, um, you know, your break at work, maybe you go pop in a conference room mm-hmm. and meditate for five minutes or listen yeah. to a podcast on your commute. Or, you know, you can even record yourself on your phone saying those affirmations. It's, it's finding those pockets of time because keep in mind, when I started this journey three years ago, I was a single mom. I worked a corporate job and I was busy and I had very little help. And so for me, it was, it was about the strategic choices that I could make. I could sit there and scroll Facebook at night for an hour, or I could, you know, maybe scroll for just 15 minutes and then spend the other 45 doing something to nourish myself. Absolutely. This is, yeah, so, so much what people need to hear. And, and I think too, we, there's power in what we say we can and can't do. And I know we hear that and everything, but so often I have people who are like, I could never get up the same time that you do. Well, I couldn't either. Like I was that person that was waking up just in time to go to work and not taking care of themselves at all. And guess what? I have two extra hours in my day now, all of a sudden, because I'm intentionally choosing and it's not to brag. It's because I knew my, my, um, mental health required me to figure something out. And I think that we have to be honest with ourselves. Like no one's going to come to your house and wake you up. And you know, there's a reel that's going around right now. I just did it, but it was like Mel Robbins and she's like, no one's coming. Like no one's coming to tell you to do the things Like you've got to be the one in charge of your choices. And I totally believe that, um, that God puts, God puts desires in our heart. And I think that the, 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 the more we draw close to him and, and know him, the more we're going to understand what those desires are. And I think that like my vision board four years ago did not look like my vision board today because I'm understanding like what my true calling and desires are, but we're not going to have that opportunity if we're not 
taking five minutes to just, I mean, honestly, you and I both are talkers and I bet we could both admit that my biggest struggle is just sitting quiet long enough for God to actually say something. <laughs> like, yeah. Right? Like, just sit still. <laughs> yeah. Especially as women, our minds are always racing. Yes. So, like a couple of things I wanted to touch on. Um, when you talked about like, you know, waking up early, like I'm, I'm exhausted a lot of the time. Like yeah. I'm a mom. I work, I don't know if I told you this, but I work part-time with a wedding florist who's mm. become, my wedding florist who's become my friend. And um, I'm really tired, but it's funny because people tell me all the time. I actually, um, I helped her with a couple weddings yesterday and someone, you know, I was like, Oh, it's a beautiful day for a wedding. And someone um, commented like, Oh my gosh, I wish I had that kind of, I need some of that energy. Mm. And she, you know, I've had people tell me, you have the energy of like three people. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm actually really tired, mm -hmm. but I'm so jazzed about life. Yes. And I wake up happy and grateful every single day yes. because I found my purpose. Yes. And it, again, I had to go through the shit, the trenches. Mm -hmm. I had totally. to, you totally. have to process yep. and I'm still growing, mm -hmm. but it's like to get, when you get to that point and you look back and you're like, holy crap, mm -hmm. I've accomplished all of that. I am in such an amazing place because I took that five minutes a day mm -hmm. to, to invest in myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I was even having a conversation with my brother yesterday and he, he made the comment, you know, it's, it'll be $65 a week for me to go to therapy. And I just can't, I don't, I can't justify spending that. And moms do that all the time. It's how probably many, the most important money you can spend. Yeah. Yes. How many times have you said, oh, I'm not going to buy that for myself. Mm -hmm. or, I, I can't do that, you know, because, because my kid needs this or, you know, I don't really need that invest in yourself but yet we go to target and we go for shampoo and spend 150 dollars right. we don't even know what we just came out with girl that's a whole other conversation about target. <laughs> that's like an actual we should have a support group for those people including myself <laughs> i was at target before this interview so it's so bad oh my gosh they're yeah. like it's like they've got some sort of i don't know how they it's it's really real <laughs> like what, the, what they do to people. <laughs> we need the target, like marketing and branding people. <laughs> we figure out what their thing is. Yeah. But it's, but yeah. it's, you know, looking at or saying, oh, I don't have the money to, to invest in that, you know, yeah. whether it's, it's time, a time investment or a monetary investment. Right. It's, it's what it is, is it's not a priority for you right. and it should be, you know, and even coming down to, you know, whether it's, you know, investing in a, a program or more nutritional foods or taking that five minutes a day, it's, you've got to make it a priority in your life. And when you do, you'll always find a way to make it happen. You will. You yeah. Will. And then it really does become, um, it, it becomes, when it does become habit, I think that, I don't know about you, but I didn't think these things would, I could ever form habits. Like I would try and it would fail and I would try and I would fail and I'd be like, this is not for me. I don't do, apparently I don't do these things or whatever, but truly, truly, if you just commit to consistency and you keep going, like you don't let it derail you when you miss a day or when you, whatever the thing is, I used to think like morning routine, I'd be like, well, the minute it doesn't actually go according to plan, I must not be able to do morning routines, but oh my gosh, like you just keep going, you just keep showing up and then then you can add on to it. Then you can dig deeper and you can go further and you can change your devotional or you can change, but just start getting up. Just start getting up 30 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever. 
Five minutes, seriously. Five minutes. Start with five minutes and seriously. build on it. Build on it. Find those pockets of time. Figure out just slight, slight things that you can tweak on and don't be afraid to ask for help. A couple other sort of, you know, tangible things I would, I would advise um, to those listening is one, do not be afraid to ask for help. Don't feel guilty about it. Whether that's, you know, finding um, a girlfriend or a fellow mom, maybe you do, you know, like a mom swap where she watches that your kid one day so you can get stuff done and then you swap and vice versa. Oh, I love that. Recruit family members. If it's in your budget to hire a babysitter, um, don't feel guilty doing it. Um, another thing, right. Outsource things that you don't need to be doing. Right. Because it's your energy is a resource. And so think about if you, one, are taking that time to invest in yourself and your energy Mm -hmm. and and then utilizing your energy to do something else more productive or something you love, it's worth taking that time. Um, another thing that I highly, highly, highly recommend, even if you aren't someone who likes to have a you know a strategic schedule because I know mm-hmm. some people are more go with the flow but mm-hmm. um, schedule it. Mm-hmm. I you know was always a pen and paper planner type of girl, um, and I still utilize notebooks and things like that. But I love my Google Calendar. Mm-hmm. I have a, it's color coded color coded. Um, I've got you know my Midwest Mama business stuff which I um, it just shows as a block in my calendar for privacy reasons so my husband can't see you know like what it is but yeah yeah, but I just put in there like mommy's gonna go take you know this day to go do this for herself you know my nail appointment I'm gonna go take this class um you know I serve on a a board um for a local organization I you know I've got that in my calendar my husband puts his stuff in there I've got my kids stuff in there we -hmm. schedule our date nights and Mm -hmm. you know that's the other thing if you're you know having you know trouble in your relationship Mm -hmm. finding Time to connect. I mean, I, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. You can have you on for another one for that because I, yeah. that's like a whole area that people need to be, I mean, including myself. Like, I'm yeah. finding myself like, we need to go on a date. <laughs> like, when's the last time we were on a date? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, take, like, making it a priority, like one to two times a month minimum. Yeah. Even if it's you guys go take a walk outside mm-hmm. without kids. Mm-hmm. No, but it's like, if you, what, what is the saying? If you, you fail to plan, uh, or you, you fail to plan, you plan to fail. That's right. And it's true, whether it's prepping the night before for your morning routine or planning that date night or taking that time for yourself mm. and just those small daily consistent I habits. It's, oh, it's I love it so life much. Well, I feel like, uh, you should be a recurring guest. <laughs> I would love to, I would love to. I've got some quarter. We need a little Lisa update. <laughs> yes. No, I would. And let's put it on the schedule because yeah, like I said, I'm a planner. So, oh, uh, but yeah, like, I mean, what we've been talking for almost an hour and I, <laughs> I could just keep we going. Could keep, we could keep going. I mean, I, I don't know about you. Sometimes I listen to podcast episodes. And I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't stop it. Don't stop it. And I feel like this is one of those ones that might be what people say. Like, no, no, I want to keep hearing from her. So. Yeah, um, I would love, I mean, and I can totally get into like, you know, I gave you sort of the, the cliff notes of my journey, but yeah, I, I could get into the nitty gritty of like, it's something off of a reality show you like (laughs) oh my gosh like what as far as like yeah my my story when I was in Seattle and all of that it's just the the, well I mean you're 29 the world is your oyster I'm so excited for what's to come for you and I I am honored and thrilled to get to be a part of your journey in any way and I know that 
there's going to be a lot of people, this may be the most important episode they listen to because we just reminded them of uh, how critical it is to stop and take care of ourselves, our minds, our bodies, our souls, and that it is not selfish. It is selfless because you want to give the best of yourself and you cannot do that if you are half a person. And the fact is it takes, you're the only one that can do the work to become a whole person. So yeah. Yeah. 100%. And just the last thing I'll say mm-hmm. is, um, you know, you've got one life to live. Mm. This is your life and you have the power to create a life greater than your wildest dreams. And it starts with you. Mm-hmm. It's saying, this is my life. I'm taking it back and mm-hmm. I'm going to chase all of those dreams because it's possible mm-hmm. and, it's, and you deserve it. You're worthy of it. Oh my gosh. I got chills. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> so where can people find you? I'll put it in the show notes, but I'd love for you to share like what the best way to get a hold of you is and where you're at. Yeah. So you, I touch on Facebook a little bit, but, um, I'm mostly on Instagram. So you can find me at the Midwest mama official. Um, that's also my page on Facebook, but I, like I said, hang out more on Instagram. Um, my website is the Midwest mama.net. And if you are interested, you know, I've got all my, my information there on, you know, courses that I, um, as they come out or one-on-one coaching, um, or you can send me an email as well. If you, you know, do want to work with me one-on-one, it's hello at the midwestmama.net. Oh my gosh. I love it. I'll put all of that in the show notes. I hope people go and follow you and talk to you. And I think you should know Lisa's fun in DMs. Her and I, we both live in voice memos. So that was, I'm like, oh good, my people. Like best time hack ever too. I'm always, always, I even um Voxer is my favorite. I do that with my so my clients in between sessions as part of my package. You can voice memo me. Like I talk to my clients every day. Love that. Um, And I'm always just it is such a good time hack. You're so right. I I mean, honestly, it's I don't think I'd get half of what I do get done in a day if I couldn't voice memo. Right. Oh, it's so fun having you here, Lisa. I'm so glad that you joined us. And um, until the next time. Yes, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I appreciate you hanging out with me here. If there is something that you love, that you want to remember, make sure you write it down. Write it down because those are the things that we retain best. If you enjoyed today's episode, take a screenshot and share it in your stories. Tag me at mrs.selena.johnson and make sure you share it with a friend if you know somebody who needs this encouragement today as well. Thanks for listening again and see you soon.